You are listening to Everything Tesla YouTube channel audio broadcast. For the video version of this podcast, browse to everything-tesla.com. Hey guys, I have a real treat for you this week. I'm here in Pebble Beach, California for the Monterey Car Week, taking a very close look at Lucid Air. Now, this is a company that's that's unveiled their, their car just very recently, but it seems like they're one of the most realistic alternative to Tesla Model S in a couple of years, if they are able to get this car in production. Now, the prototypes that you see behind me are pretty impressive. Definitely on the interior, they went for a, a very luxury look. Uh, the exterior got mixed reviews. I personally like it, but you know, obviously, it's a, it's a matter of taste. Now, they, the, the, the car itself has a lot of impressive technologies. First of all, it can go up to 400 miles on one charge, 1,000 horsepower. Uh, it can go top speed, 217 miles per hour, which is also very impressive. Self-driving uh, self features are, are, are they're claiming to be up to par once the car uh, is in production. And a lot of other interesting technologies that, that are definitely going to be uh, impressive. Of course, it's a realistic concern whether or not this car will make it into the production because they are still working on funding to be able to build a factory and get things going. But, I've, uh, but there are rumors out there that they might be in talks uh, about getting acquired by another company like maybe Ford Motors, which, which actually will make sense because Ford really is nowhere near the electric car game, uh, and, but they have money in factories where Lucid has the technology that Ford needs, uh, but of course they need funding. Uh, production facilities, staff, and so forth. So actually, that might make sense. And obviously, if that ever happens, that this car will definitely be in production in a couple of years, as they promise. Earlier today, I talked to Zach, who's the director of marketing, and he answered a bunch of the questions that I had that was on my mind, and I think on the mind of a lot of other people, about the brand. I mean, I just checked out the car. It's amazing, right? All the features, uh, uh, the, the design and everything. And a lot of people will say, well, I want one. Um, I know you're taking reservations now and we're looking about late 2019, but um, there's really no manufacturing facilities right now. Uh, what do you say to those people and, and what is the plan moving forward to make sure that, you know, common folk like me can have this car when we want one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you say, we are accepting pre-orders now, so if, uh, if you want to get on the list, it's $2,500 deposit, fully refundable. Um, and it will be uh, approximately two years before we start production, and that gives us time to finish up the engineering, but also build the factory. Uh, we have a, a site down in Casa Grande, Arizona, which is south of Phoenix. It's about halfway between Phoenix and Tucson, and uh, uh, we'll break ground on that later this year, and it takes about two years to, to build that factory. Okay. So, uh, uh, realistically, when do you think the first deliveries will happen? Yeah. It'll be in 2019, probably the um, second half of, of 2019. The thing that's on everyone's mind, not just talking about Lucid, just pretty much any car that makes it to the market, you know, uh, people are always concerned about, you know, this infrastructure, right? The car is just not enough at this point. What is the plan? Uh, are you guys thinking about building your own infrastructure of a fast charging network or maybe working with an existing uh, charging networks out there that can maybe get up to speed with your technology? What is the plan there? Yeah. So Tesla created a supercharger network because they, they had to. It was out of necessity. But there's no reason why that should be the case for Lucid or any other company now. So we're a member of the Charging Interface Initiative, which is uh, for short, it's called Charin. And Tesla's a member of that group as well, as is BMW and Mercedes and Audi and Porsche and a number of infrastructure companies. And together we're going to uh, ensure that there's a, a fast charging network available for all manufacturers, not just one or two. Okay, so you go in for like an industry standard where everybody can use the, you know, just like every car can use Chevron or yeah. whatever gas station. Yeah, if, if every 
car manufacturer had to have their own gas station, it would be out of control. And it's the same with, with charging. And, you know, don't forget that for the most part, you're charging at home. So, you, you know, you drive the car all day, you come home, you plug it in, the next day you, uh, you go off with a, a full charge. What are the other features that you think kind of uh, um, make this car stand out uh, once it's out there? Yeah, so it's, from a stats standpoint, it's, it's the 400 mile range, it's the, the 0 to 60 under 2.5 seconds, but it's really the concept of the vehicle that makes it stand out. It's combining the, the, the three primary luxury car um, uh, types with the midsize luxury vehicle, so you have the agility and the efficiency and the speed, but then with an interior that's more like the long wheelbase luxury cars, and then an exterior aesthetic and a sportiness that's like a four-door coupe. So this one vehicle really captures all of that, um, those capabilities of, of the luxury, um, luxury experience. So that's really what makes it stand out. Now, speaking of that, now, the backseat of this car is literally kind of a private jet kind of an experience, right? Now, are you guys going for more kind of a Mercedes-Benz kind of a Maybach experience? Or you were kind of started thinking about uh, self-driving services where this car can be just summons and, and do the Uber, self-driving Uber kind of a feature, and that's kind of a targeting the, the people who are just going to be riding it as passengers? Yes and yes. Um, it's uh, again because of its its um, its breadth of capability. It's an excellent driver's car. It's incredibly fast. It's agile. This you know steering feel matters, um, but at the same time that the rear seat experience and the front seat experience, the car is going to be incredibly comfortable and spacious. So it's perfectly suited for a rideshare type of experience or chauffeur-driven or autonomous. So the car the car does have all of the sensors and hardware necessary for full autonomy. And the software will take take a bit more time to catch up and, and enable that that you know level five autonomy for people that are familiar with uh, with the levels, which means just full autonomy. The car can drive itself. Okay, that's that's good news. Um, so switching a little bit to a sort of production side, um, I know your website says that the first customers are going to get like the fully loaded top of the line version. Yeah. Are you a little bit concerned? that you might repeat the experience that Tesla had with not just Model S but Model X where they kind of uh, you know, overcomplicated the car, had all these issues up front versus what they're doing now with the Model 3 where they're kind of coming out with a relatively simple version that's easy to make and then going to ramp it up to more features. Uh, what, what, do you, what, what are your plans on that? Yeah, no, I, I understand the overcomplication is a concern and, and certainly that's something that we've factored into to the, um, the rollout plan. You, you know, with, um, with a car like the Model X, the problem wasn't that it was fully featured. It was that it had a number of features that were really unnecessary and complicated for no good reason. And so it, it wasn't part of a core experience to get the car driving and get the car on the road. It was, you know, Falcon doors that um, had to be kind of created. Right. Well, with all fairness, you guys yeah. have the cool lights that yeah. are dancing around. Yeah. That could be the Falcon doors, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's much simpler to solve that. If you get a problem with the headlights, it's a lot easier to solve than if you have huge openings in the middle of your car that aren't sealing and aren't opening and closing. Um, so, there, yeah, there are some, there are some features that are, are certainly uh, breakthrough and exciting, but they're not going to prevent us from, from entering production.
And so, uh, tell me more about it, and this is the last question, really, but just kind of, you know, the next five years. So, I understand you guys are concentrated right now on just going in, in production. There are a few ways there, right? Yeah. Um, you know, either funding or maybe acquisition. But what about, like, five years down the road? Are we, are we going to be looking at other different uh, models? You know, like yeah. Tesla also went, like, for example, the solar route and so forth. W what's your, like, five-year plan for, for, for the brand? Yeah. Yeah, so certainly in the next five years, you'll, you'll, um, you should expect to see other models. There are other models that we're working on, um, you know, some that are, are more uh, focused on today's market of, of driver and, and some ride share and others that are uh, primarily focused on, on the on-demand mobility. Um, it's, it's, you know, luxury mobility is a, a core of what, uh, what we're working on as a company, so there are services that are associated with that. You know, the, the connectivity of the vehicle always being on and connected allows you to do um, really unique things. And when you add autonomy and you add the comfort and, uh, and some of these on-demand uh, business models, um, certainly there you can expect that you'll see more than just cars coming out of the company. Well, I'm definitely impressed. I mean, all, all these features, and, and I absolutely love the luxury interior that I think a lot of people, including myself, think is maybe missing from, from the Tesla brand. I know that they've gone for more a more minimalistic, clean look, but I do like the luxurious look that this car has. So I'm a potential client in the future, uh, so uh, I, I'm definitely going to keep my eye on it. Well, that's it for me here in Pebble Beach. I will see you guys next time, and remember to stay charged. You've been listening to Everything Tesla YouTube channel audio broadcast. For the video version of this podcast, browse to everything-tesla.com.